everyone has a photographic memory. Some people just don't have any film. That was a quote by Anonymous. Your memory is another one of your six mental faculties, but chances are that you're using it all wrong and it's keeping you stuck creating the same results. So stay with me today for today's episode where I'll share a more effective way to engage your memory. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Welcome back, everyone, to part five of our six-part series on our mental faculties. So today we're talking about our memory. And, you know, I hear people talking about memory. Oh, I have a poor memory. And they're doing, there's lots of books out there that you can use to improve your memory. But I find that a lot of people use their memory um, and it's, it's um, all wrong. They're using it against themselves. And I know I shared with you on a previous episode one way we do that. And I'll remind you here in a second. But the other is we're looking at our past using our memory to look at our past, and we're letting that past dictate what we create in the future. So, for example, we might look at our past failures or past mistakes or past times when we've been hurt. Um, We might even be looking at our past credentials or our past experiences, and we're looking at those things and we're letting those things determine what we think we're capable of doing and achieving, and having, or being. And we've got it backwards, really, because there's no limit to what you're capable of achieving. The only limits are the ones that we impose on ourselves. And how do we impose those limits on ourselves? We look to the past to tell us, well, it didn't work before. It didn't work the last time. I saw Sally Joe and she couldn't do it. Um, oh, I was hurt this last time. Oh, I'm not falling for that again. And then we learn to distrust and distrust people around us. And worse yet, we don't trust ourselves. And so we're relying on those circumstances and making those our point of support instead of the essence of who we are, the power that's locked up inside of us. So I want to show you a more effective way of using your memory that it's going to support you. Remember, um, several episodes ago, I talked about um, decision making and the idea and studies around the concept of sunk cost bias. And it's where... Um, people will engage in projects and things that they know are going poorly because of their their past thinking or their past mistakes. They've already sunk money into this and they keep going knowing that the result isn't going to be great, uh, but their ego is all tied up into it. So they keep going down that path even though it's not a good one instead of saying, wait, this isn't working. Let me redirect. Let me pivot. What would I prefer instead? They're allowing their past results or the past circumstances influence not only their thinking and what they're, you know, what they're doing in terms of setting goals, but they're also letting that past influence their decision making when they're eyeball deep in something that isn't working. And I don't want that for you. So we're going to look at a couple of things that you can do. Um, 
when you are leaning on your memory, a couple of little tips that will help you use it in a more effective way. So remember, I talk quite often about energy. Like attracts like. Energy that, you know, is everything. Our bodies are made up of molecules, energy, vibrating at a high frequency. Our thoughts are energy. And energy is like a magnet to like energy. And so that's how we attract um, the things that are in alignment with our most predominant thoughts. Uh, So you can use your memory to your advantage. And I hear people all the time saying, I don't know what I want. I can't think of something I want. I'm not creative. I don't have a a really vivid imagination. Uh, But the most important thing is, you know, when you want a goal, if there's something that you want to be, do, or have, it's not the thing necessarily that you want to be, do, or have. It's the feeling that comes along with that attainment. It's the person that you get to become along the way. So feeling is the conscious awareness of the energy or vibration you're in. So the most important thing is to be in the feeling of how you would feel when you reach your goal. So you can use your memory to um, think about you know, if you want to feel joy or at ease or you just want to be abundant and present, um, you can think back, use your memory, think back to a time when you've felt that way. Maybe when you were so proud of yourself or when you just felt carefree and joyful. Think back to a time in your life where you felt like you were just winning, you were on top of the world. And bring that to your mind's eye. Start to... Um, Bring it into sharp focus using your imagination. And then in that feeling, that feeling that you want to evoke, start to create an image of something that you would want to have in the future. So I call this creating future memories. So you're taking a memory of when you felt at ease and joyful and you're remembering that situation that really happened. But what I like to do is imagine that I'm looking at a scrapbook and I can see this old, old school kind of scrapbook where, you know, the pictures are little, the little square photos are held in by the little tabs and I'm turning the paper page. And those photos are starting to morph and shift into, um, from that vision of what you created in your mind into something that you want to be, do, or have. But you're holding on to that feeling from the event that's happened in the past. Does that make sense? It's, it's really a powerful experience and we'll try it today in our guided meditation. So that's one thing that you can do is use future memories to your advantage. Start with an image of something that you've created or done in the past where you felt the emotion that you want to feel in the future. So if you say, I want to start a a business and I want to be wildly successful, why do you want to start that business? Because I want to um, give back. I I want to feel free. Okay, well, what does the feeling of freedom feel like? Can you remember a time where you felt the feeling of freedom and bring that to your memory? Now morph that picture into the image of what you truly desire in the future. So that's one thing that you can do, one way that you can kind of get connected with your future. Another way is to be grateful for the things that have happened throughout your day at the end of the day and be grateful for something that you're manifesting in the future. 
So you're grateful and you're expressing gratitude for the thing that you want, that you've seen in your imagination, but you're expressing gratitude for it right now, even though maybe it hasn't physically manifested yet. And so a good time to do that is before you go to bed, before you put your head down on the pillow. I have like this thick journal and it's, it's, for, um, it's a five-year journal. It's a little book. It's about this big and I can't remember who the author is. But it's, um, it has lines for every, every year of that day for five years. And so I write down three things that I'm grateful that happened during that day, that I'm grateful for that day. And then I even write three things that I'm grateful for for tomorrow. So I'm, I'm setting the precedent for tomorrow. And before I go to sleep, you know, when you're sleeping, your mind is not in resistance. You are connected with your higher self. You're connected with your energy. You're connected with source. So while you're sleeping, your energy is working on making those things manifest. I guarantee if you try it for a few days, you're going to make, you're going to see for sure that the next day is going to be in more an alignment with what you're deliberately creating before you go to bed. So try that. So that's step two. Uh, Another thing that you could do is if you want to develop your memory in the here and now, and maybe you are having trouble, I I hear this all the time, and that used to be me, oh, I'm so terrible with names, I'm horrible with names, it's so embarrassing, I I meet somebody, I'm so excited to meet them, and then two seconds after they say their name, there's like, boop, gone. So engage your five senses when you're meeting somebody. So, um, you know, when somebody introduces themselves, shake their hand, the feeling of shaking that hand and repeat their name. It's nice to meet you, Joe. Um, it's a pleasure. Uh, do name associations in that moment. Uh, you know, something that's going to help jog your memory, but just get your, um, your five senses involved in that meeting and in that encounter, and that will help you solidify that name into your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, and that will help you improve your memory. You can do little associations with that, with anything that you're trying to uh, memorize. Uh, So I hope that helps you today. Memory is one of your really important mental faculties. Again, this is Uh, part five of a six-part series where I'm talking about your God-given gifts, your higher mental faculties. I want you to learn to engage them. That's why these are short snippets, bite-sized pieces of information that you can apply right now and add to, to your life, to add value to your life and to those around you. Next week, we're gonna be wrapping this up with the last of um, your mental faculties, and it's your reason. It's your reasoning mental faculty, which helps you um, shape things and helps you make better decisions that are in alignment with your goals. So before we close for today, I want to help you get aligned with the vision you have for your life. Take three minutes right now just to help you align with your beautiful goal and your beautiful vision. And I want you to do this every day, as often as you can. But we're going to do this together. So if you're seated down, maybe have a notebook right beside you and be prepared to take some notes. But take a deep inhale through your nose and exhale. Take another deep inhale through your nose and exhale slowly and completely. 
take one more deep inhale through your nose and hold it and exhale fully and completely releasing any signs of tension in your body and I want you to think about something that you want to be do or have and maybe it's the overall vision for your life Maybe it's a mini goal toward that vision, a little stretch goal for the quarter. Could be personal, relationships, your impact, your work. And I want you to bring that goal in its completion to your mind's eye and exercise your imagination using your five senses what are you taking in through your sense of touch your sense of smell your eyesight what are the sounds that you're picking up around you? Maybe even bring another element of taste into that scenario. Just noticing the feel and taste inside your mouth. Or maybe you even reach out in this vision and grab a beverage and feel the condensation of the glass on your hand and you take a sip. You're making this image more real. How does it feel being you right now? Viewing the world from your ideal manifested. And ask yourself for inspired action steps. What can I do today to attract the things and the resources that I need to make this a reality? How can I serve today in alignment with that goal? Welcome back. And as always, I want you to write those insights down. Anything, any images or ideas or inspirations, write them down, journal about them, and take action on them. I'm excited that you joined us this week. Next week, we're going to wrap up the six-part series on your six mental faculties. We're going to be diving into your reasoning faculty, which is the faculty that helps you make more effective decisions. So I want you to join us, stay apprised of episodes on ratracereboot.com. Be sure to subscribe to our mailing list so you know when I have different workshops and free events that will help you take these concepts dip, uh, deeper and into your life so you can advance your goals and dreams. And lastly, let us know how you feel about these episodes. Give us a review, follow us on your favorite channel where you catch your podcasts so that we can spread the word and have uh, more people engaging in this information and benefiting from it. But until then, remember, everything is created twice. 
first in your imagination and then in physical form. I'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.